Can't get enough of Cthulhu and Cairo? Join our Patreon for as low as $3 per month to access special features and bonus content. You can find us online at patreon.com slash thebardiccollege. You're listening to a 7th edition Call of Cthulhu podcast titled Cthulhu in Cairo, brought to you by the Bardic College. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to the show to receive notifications as our future episodes release. You can visit us on Facebook at the Bardic College. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, everyone, and welcome back once again to another episode of Cthulhu in Cairo. I'm Raz. I'm your keeper. And we are joined here by the entire team. And the entire team has requested that I let them speak because they're angry and they want to say something, I'm sure. Uh, so after the last session, I'm sure that it's probably a good time to start hearing letters of resignation and other things that maybe are going on. But we'll, uh, yeah. <laughs> John was, Scott just took off his headset and was like, you know what? Thank God. Um, it's, it's about time. Uh, but we're going to start off, we'll go across the table, we'll go around the table the way they are in, in Roll20 and uh, say hello to everyone. So playing Sid Poulter, um, Trigger Sid, or let me put this gun to my temple, Deer Hunter Sid is uh, Joel. How is, uh, I guess we can ask how Sid is now, but uh, the last couple sessions, Sid hasn't been doing so hot. The thing about Sid is, you know, he's a little different with a gun. No, um, that's a really bad Christopher Walken. So... Um, really that's bad. who that was. I thought yeah, that was, I, was that bad. I thought that was Mel Torme doing Christopher Walken. I didn't that was, hear. That well, was John it, Travolta yes. doing Christopher Walken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vinny Barbarino. That was my, my, my bad ode to the, uh, the deer, was it the deer, deer killer? Deer, the deer, deer hunter. Deer hunter. There it is. That wonderful movie that I'll never watch twice. Um, Sid's messed up. Uh, yeah. you know, I don't know. Um, bad things have happened. I'm still around. I'm not sure exactly why I'm still around. I mean, with a role like that, Sid should have walked off into the distance and pulled the trigger. But the gods above save yeah. our Sydney. Yeah, there you go. Uh, actually, the gods above and Faye jumping out of the circle of protection. So Mel, uh, our producer of the show, is plays Faye Dawson, a.k.a. The Rhino, a.k.a. My Head is Tougher Than Yours, a.k.a. Steel Dome. She has a bunch of different nicknames we've made for her. Not Chrome Dome because she does have a full head of hair, but she's Steel Dome. So, so Mel, uh, Faye saw Sid nearly, uh, nearly end his life. Another, another person deep that comes. Anybody that comes to your Faye dies. So this is another close call. How's Faye handling all this? Um, not well. Thank you for asking. <laughs> she's she's very relieved. Um, because I think that she one hundred percent thought that when she exited that circle. The next thing that was going to come out of your mouth was, and Faye is taken aback in horror as Sid's blood sprays all over her face. I was ready for it. I was prepping emotionally, but it didn't happen. Um, now I am just going to make sure that nobody else looks into and whatever the hell that thing was. The aqua, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the hell was wrong with all of you. Um, for once I had sense, but yeah, I'm not well, but I'm, I'm trucking along. Actually, yeah, can we can, maybe we'll title the episode that <laughs> Faye had sense at Rupkund or something like that. We can <laughs> a moment of clarity for for Faye Dawson. Clarity uh, at Rupkund. Clarity at Rupkund. Faye's critical thinking skills finally show themselves. That's right. So, uh, yeah, that's it was a, it was an emotional moment and if if the roles the roles just happened to go the, the way in most in most of it. We'll kind of do a recap. But the roles just happened to roll, you know, go the way they were supposed to, and uh, or at least the way that we had hoped. 
and you guys were able to pull some things out that I didn't expect, which was really good. So, um, and, and to that point, I don't think anyone is more confused or shocked by the way that the situation fell down than Catherine Ross. Um, Catherine was ready to start, you know, <laughs> taking the body bags out of her duffel and uh, putting everybody into them because that's what she expected to happen. Uh, Catherine's, yeah, Catherine's, Catherine's dancing on a knife's edge. How's, but uh, anything, any other insights you can give us into her, Lauren? Catherine is, you know, Keeper, after the, the tragic death of Abilene, which was literally days ago, and then kids in the pots, now the kids are dead, Nazis showed up, there's been time travel, and now a giant thing has been unleashed upon the unsuspecting planet. Our dear Catherine, our dear team mom, is really... She's over it. She's confused as to why more people aren't. And the... We're not going to embrace the weird at all. Someone has to not do it. But this is a really long and rambly answer for her saying, like, no, we're, we're not okay. We're very confused. We're frantic. Why are people making hand motions? I think to, to let you know that it was a confusing and rambling answer, but that's okay. We got... Fuck, we, under- we can just redo it. No, Fuck, no, that's- let's redo it. <laughs> I think we were... I was agreeing. I was like, yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah, good I, point. it was just... It's, it's not a problem. Your answer no. actually gives us the mental state of Catherine. It's just this this motion yeah. this woman who's normally got her shit kind of together just doesn't have her shit together, and I think that My that works perfectly. Not together, no, it, I understand. It's not together. But someone whose it won't be together shit for some is, time. There we go. And someone whose shit is kind of together at the moment, considering everything that went down, was Ella. Ella, how are you? I'm doing great, Keeper. And uh, how are you? She says tentatively. Um, I haven't done enough bad things. And I need to do more of them, so really? I'm I'm just itching to go. Uh, I I need to, I am I feel bad for what I'm about to unleash. Hold on. But you know, I didn't I didn't pick this path. I have uh, a, I've got a quick question. I just want to know what the hell is your definition of bad things? Using quotation. Also, words? you wrote this path. I I didn't pick this path. You wrote it. I didn't. I didn't tell you to send Thakwa out of the lake. That wasn't my job. That wasn't. That, was that just happened. Decision. Turns on the keeper. <laughs> so we'll okay. let's okay. see what happens. But Ella, I'm, I'm feeling. I'm feeling what you're cooking. <laughs> as oh, the eyebrow, as the eyebrow goes going. up. Yeah, I see where this is headed. Uh, no, but Ella. So <laughs> other than other than watching a you know an eldritch horror or, or god of the of you know some cosmic world far far off and you know, in the void of space. How do you feel other than that? Everything good? I mean, you're okay keeping it together? I feel like I've joined the cursed group of the damned because, you know, we almost had somebody commit suicide. Um, There were some cursed children in pots. One of our other characters is having a mental breakdown that could be classified as, like, psychological damage. And, uh, you know, the other one is casting some magics that I wasn't even aware he's capable of and communing with ancient horrible beings. So I feel like Ella's kind of regretting her choice to follow Mr. John Schooley at this point. I mean, she's buddies and with him and all, but goddamn, dude, what you, why? (laughs) Yeah, everybody's got their, everybody has their thing. Plus you haven't seen him for years. So this is all just, this is all just getting back into the swing of what's been going on. Uh, And then, and last but not least, we have Scott who plays Professor John and did some great roles last time and did end up uh, pulling Sid's bacon out of the fire a little bit. 
uh, with the timeliness of of the instructions that he gave to Athakwa telepathically, kind of just gave him some images to see uh, and a sense that you know these the images that he gave him were negative or needed to be dealt with. And Athakwa wandered off. So, how's John? I mean, I know he paid a heavy price. I like to think of those as uh, as uh, polite requests. They weren't instructions. They weren't uh, mm. demands. Right. <laughs> well, well, I had a whole thing I was going to say, and now I'm like, well, I'm on like the hot seat. Okay. No, 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 no. It, 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 I mean, there was. Uh, there are times in 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 pulp stories where decisions have to just come off, you know, fly. And this was one of them, and it worked. And it worked out. I mean, you did save a member. That was well, huge. Well, John, you know, John. You know, he 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 accepted he, he accepted that sort of mental invitation to peer into the void and and to to really kind of take that in. But I kind of felt like he was, um, you know, hearing hearing the the gunfight in the distance and knowing how vulnerable the group was at this time, and kind of sensing the just the power of this being and and you know if he's at all making a connection that it's like well heck maybe we kill two birds with one stone type of thing rash decision maybe didn't seem so to him at the time but then of, of course, course not. is he at the time he was kind of enthralled i think a little bit but um we'll see how it goes i i was gonna note that um i think john has uh you know the experience is kind of a you know, if you think about it from, you know, people are rooted in mm-hmm. what they sense and see in the world. You know, they're, they're everything that gives them direction. And uh, his world has just been utterly upended. Um, right. You know, what is reality? What is this world? What is the world beyond, you know, that there is an existence and things so far beyond what any perception or, or, or you know, conceiving has has occurred to him thus far right i i think he's really at a he's really at a pivotal moment you know it's like it's like it's like crisis moment on what the meaning of your life is all about sure and and i mean that sort of makes sense to the whole you know the the heavy the price you paid with the sanity and stuff i mean that was listen you, you know at the end of the day you could have said no and and seen where you know where the chips flew but you know you were you were in a vulnerable position you, you knew you knew the enemy was coming in the timing was there we knew that they were getting closer every hour and uh you know you, you pulled the trigger I, I i applaud the fact that people make decisions like that and the teams just now you know you we see where we go and and i think that's part of role playing you know you have to do that and i thought that was fine yep so yep, yep. yeah so to recap, for those of you who were in a state of shock after what, what happened, because I know we were, um, we everybody kind of got to Rukund and started to sense different things. And it became apparent quickly to Faye and then Ella and Catherine in a sort of dream haze almost that the lake itself of Rukund is, was more than just a body of water. It is a for again, it's a vulgar term, but a gate or a portal to certain like each these these lakes or bodies of water, these magical places, cairns, whatever you want to call them, are where the intellect, the will of these elder, eldritch horrors can project themselves into our reality for a short period of time. Um, and depending on what happens around those lakes, and if you want to know, learn more about what those kind of things, check out Faye's solo adventure. But it tells the story of, of these, these magical places and some of the things that can happen, things that can happen around them. And they... When they arrived at Rupkund, the children who had wandered off in the previous episode, one of them was found dead by the side of the lake. This put Catherine out and freaked everybody. But they all started to see something different in the water, in the edge of the water. Sydney had some PTSD from his episodes. 
uh, the, on the Patreon, the solo episode adventure he was in. And the basically the scene began to unravel rather quickly. And then uh, to protect everyone, John started dragging his boot around to make a, a circle. Catherine didn't want to go in the circle. Sid shoved her, picked her up, moved her as best he could, uh, try, thinking that she was an old army buddy, got her into safety. But unfortunately, things started to go really wrong for Sid, and he was and he critically failed a sanity check. Uh, in the meantime, in the interim of all that, a bone shot from the water and, and toppled along the, the, the shore. Uh, Faye and Ella saw it. Faye lost sight of it for a moment, ran out to go get it. Ella kind of gave her an indication of which one she thought it was. Faye picked it up, brought it back to the circle. And that's when Sid stepped out and was going to take his life. Uh, feeling that he had failed his friends in the tunnels back in Massines, Belgium. And uh, yeah, this all just, like I said, this was this was insanity. And then they heard gunfire. And the gunfire indicated that the Nazis had actually caught up with uh, Chorgi and several of the other guides. Uh, and were you know they were trying to hold them off or fight them. But it didn't sound very good. The machine gun fire was far outweighing the, the, the carbine and, and pistol fire. When the shadowy form began to emerge from the lake, that's when John Schooley and Ella tried to communicate with it or at least stare in, in, into it and understand what it was. And some of these roles happened and John was able to give it some images. Uh, the images he gave it was Mueller, uh, the swastika, I believe, and um, kind of just was trying to communicate to it that they needed to be stopped or turned away or pushed back away from the lake. Anything on there, John, that I'm that any image you gave that I forgot? I think that's accurate. It it, it was a um you know that that they were somehow endangering the area, the lake. Mm -hmm. You know, what right. what this creature would perceive as its portal or way to come here. And uh so it, it strode off over the edge of the lip of Rupkun because it is a cratered lake. And they heard screaming and more gunshots, and then everything kind of went quiet. Sydney got regained his composure. Everybody sort of checked on each other to make sure they were okay. And that's kind of where we ended it, was right about that moment, I believe. So we're going to pick up there. So team, it, it is definitely, uh, it's gone, whatever was there. The name of Thakwa did stick in John's mind. He kind of registered that that's whatever it was. it's called on this planet. That's the name it's known by, or maybe that's its interdimensional name. He's not sure. But um, it did walk up the crater. It, again, it was about 18, 20 feet tall, devoid of any kind. It was malice. It, was, it wasn't It was a good thing to see. But, you know, it walked off and over the crater and everybody sort of started to come back to their own senses. And that's where we'll pick up. Did it walk off in the direction that we came from? Correct? Oh, yeah. It, it went right for where the gunfire was coming from. We need to get out of here. I would think that makes the most sense. I'm on top Everybody of the ridgeline, okay by the way, looking at the carnage. I'm not near them. Oh, that's right. Ella ran up to the ridge. Right. And Ella, did Ella, did we describe what you see, or is that where we stopped? Uh, you described that Chorgi was down, some of the guides were down, but a lot of the Nazis, like at least seven, were down. Correct. Okay. So we'll go ahead and I'll just read. Yeah. It's, um, th there is snow on the ground, in case I failed to mention that, but there is snow on the ground, and it is snowing. Uh, over the top of the ridge and there yeah there's about eight nazis on the ground um that have been just destroyed but none of the surviving members of the, of the team that brought you in is there either They're, everyone that was over that ridge line is gone they're all dead yeah great that's fantastic did you see the children that the nazis had no no the uh, the daughters are not there 
Well, I, I would say we need to catch up with Ella. Um, I don't think we want to be here when that thing comes back. You don't have to tell me twice. I kind of grab onto whoever's near me and I'm just like, all right, let's, let's go. Okay. So everyone climbs up to the top of the ridge. There's no pots in this area, Sid. If you were thinking about pots, there's no pots in this area. Uh, yeah, no, I was thinking further down. I was just thinking, oh, yeah. like, you know, maybe they're in pots. Just as a note, as they're leaving, John leans down and grabs a big handful of the kind of wet, muddy soil uh-huh. and uh, dumps it into one of the pockets in his satchel. Okay. We need to scavenge the guide's um, packs for food. Good idea. You can do that. So um, you do that, and Catherine, you come across as, as everyone's kind of just looking at the carnage and taking in the, the scene. It is snowing, which it really shouldn't be doing at this time of year. Um, and you kind of, as a matter of fact, why don't we do it this way? Everybody make me a spot hidden, and then I'll tell you what's going on there if uh, with the rolls that we get. I just, I'm too distracted by the bodies. Yeah, that's a critical fail by Mr. Schooley, 98. Yeah, you, you're putting the mud out. You're trying to get the mud off your hands. You're good. Hard Makes success. Sense. All right. So anyone who made a success, yep. Uh, and Ella, you said you did, did see or didn't? Nope. I'm too distracted by the bodies. I got an 86. Okay. So yeah, Athak was still raging through both of your heads. And uh, Scott, you said 96 for John? 90, 98. Oh, 98. We'll do. My eyes, uh, get, my eyes get stuck cross-eyed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Any difference between a regular success and a critical success? Um, the, it, it becomes rather apparent that the snow isn't that far away, uh, snowing. It's only snowing in about a 300 yard area. Um, oh, okay. So it's like snowing over us and that's about it's it. It's snowing over where the fight just happened. Yes. In that area, about 300, okay. 350 yards. Uh, Catherine, you go through and you do find a map. Great. Awesome. Yep. You do get, we get some extra shells for our guns, but don't worry about it. No one's firing. No one's really even firing anything yet anyway, but you do get some extra rounds. For the weapons, um, if you know, you can take a, anybody that needs a rifle can pick one up. Uh, you do, and you're able to loot their water and uh, the food. Not a problem. Great. Um, tents, or are we going to just cave it the way down? Well, you have it. You can go back to the cave. You can do that. Uh, you have you have your own tents. I mean, okay. you guys are you set that way. Just wanted to make sure. Doing yeah. some shopping. Okay. So Sid's in charge, right? He's the uh, he's the climber. Sid and Faye have climbing experience, yeah. Okay. So Sid, um, Catherine does say she found a map. Um, look, The two of you looking it over with Faye and everybody kind of gathering around. You do see that there is one town about two days deeper on the Indian side. It has, it comes out into a plateau. Like it's, 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 it's at the, where the hills kind of come down into the grasslands and, and the, pl- you know, not quite plains, but the rolling hills. And it appears that it's marked with an, a symbol for an airport, like just on the map that it has some sort of, like it has a little windsock. Uh, and the, the town is called La Jung. Lo, it's actually, I'm sorry, Loa Jung. L-O-H-A-J-U-N-G. Loa Jung. And just common sense tells you that if there was, a, if, the, if the girls aren't here, and when you look at the bodies, the girls aren't here, they would be there because that's where the plane probably landed. That's the only way Mueller would have been able to get up here as fast as he did. So kicking bodies over, you do find Mueller dead. Yeah. Is he for (laughs) real dead or is he fake dead? Uh, Explain what you mean by that. Like I'm talking, we capped him in the head. 
last time, right. and then we saw him. There was one of either Aveline or um, Professor Schooley saw him walking across the street. Yeah, now standing there watching us. I would just want to, knowing what I know from last time, and knowing that he has killed a member of our team, and he tried to have me killed. Uh-huh. Um, I would just want to remove any weapons from his body and from okay. around, just so in case he does find a way to come back, um, uh-huh. I don't have a hole in my head. Okay, Catherine? If we want to take 10 minutes, I got a bone saw. You can okay. dismember him. I will not be. Just need to take his head off. We, we could simply just hog tie him right here on the side of the mountain. Just tie him up as a present and leave him to freeze. Yeah, it's snowing rather. It's snowing. It is. It, it's it's coming down as if it was, you know, not a gale, but a good a good good snow, like it's going to drop an inch or two an hour. So probably not building a fire weather that we could burn. No, him not on. here. No. Okay. I mean, no. Yeah, we're going to want to get down. The surefire way is to just remove the head, right? To separate the head from the body. That seems to me to you know we he he came back before you know, <laughs> Aveline and I directly witnessed that. You know, I, I kind of wonder, I've been thinking about that ever since, and I wonder if it's just a matter of he was um, projecting his face on someone else's body, in other words. So, you know, uh, if we if we look closely, is it really him, or is it a matter of these are individuals that appear to be him but are not him? That makes That's an interesting sense. theory. So we're not really Peter. seeing the real Mueller. What about if Ella maybe, if she touched him, you know, could she get a sense maybe of, is this Mueller? You think I want to touch that? F- forgive my... Well, no, I understand. French. I do understand. I mean, he's a pretty vile human being, but it would answer the question of whether it's truly Mueller or it's not Mueller, wouldn't it? I don't really know how comfortable I feel with this, and my abilities right now are quite drained trying to do all the other readings you've asked me to do throughout the past two days that I've known you. So, um, I, Ella's not... She's seen some fucked up people, but she's never gone into the mind of a Nazi, so she doesn't want to see it. Or And especially after connecting with Aveline's ghost, practically, and her murder scene, it's it feels very uncomfortable for her. And that she, makes sense. She doesn't really want to touch someone that committed that kind of thing and learn more about the atrocities. She's already been through enough, and again, she doesn't have a lot of Remember, magic points. it's 1931. The atrocities aren't there yet. That, that's some some of that's not there yet. He still, Most of it's not he there still yet. was responsible. She, she, uh, yes. the conversation, no, 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 he was still responsible said- for some shitty stuff in the past couple of days, and possibly was responsible for Faye getting grabbed. So okay, so Catherine? you don't you don't want to touch her, touch him, right? I, I don't want. So we're gonna her. leave it that. Got it. Bone saw. Um, if you give me like ten minutes, yeah. Won't take ten minutes, but go ahead. I'm gonna I was turn gonna walk around him down for this. Well, when we're all done, I, I think we'd make it like our last, our last little task. Those who don't want to witness it, you know, move on a little ahead. But I think it's prudent, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it just know. prudent? I, I think I might just scout ahead. I don't know that I want to watch somebody's head be severed from that. I policy. completely understand that. Um, it's it's certainly a gruesome act, but considering the individual and the and the history, it's just prudence. Catherine rolls up her sleeves. Yeah, that's my cue, Sid. Um... John will stay and help her if she needs any. I'm just going to take Oh, you're going to go down and throw it in the lake when I'm done. Oh, the lake. Mm-hmm. You're going to just go toss Can I chuck down. it from here? We're at the top of the crater, right? Can we just give like a good like shot put chuck of the Muller head into the lake? It would bounce a bit, but yeah, you'd make it there eventually. 
All right, I'll go down and throw it. And, and on That's that a good note, idea. on that note, uh, Faye takes Sid by the arm and she goes, "Come on, <laughs> I really, I'm just not in the mood to hear uh, the squelching of whatever." Yeah, I'm gone. I'll see you yeah, guys soon. Come, come on, darling, let's maintain our humanity while the others lose theirs. May I join I'm, I'm you? I'm walking on. Yes, Ella, you I have another. May. You absolutely may. Ella, Sid has another open arm. Let's go. I've already seen cannibalism in my life. I don't need. I don't need to see more. Cannibalism. Cannibalism. Okay. I, we're not okay. eating it. It was I, asked. It it's was a cannibalistic still, act of butchering a body. Okay. I, I there don't is really still to, to the point of the others. There is still a sense. There is still a, investigators still have to maintain humanity. Um, this is a pretty heavy act for a nurse. This isn't an operation to save a life. This is the defacement of a human body. I'm okay that Catherine's going to do it. I'm okay that John's going to be there to see it. I, I'm just saying that, you know, it's a dark act to, to do, but if that's what you feel they would do, I, I mean, I'm not going to stop you. It's not my first choice. I don't want to, I mean, it's not my well, first. That's it's kind not, of interesting because you said I've got a bone saw. I was asked <laughs> how we would well, determine how about, if he's still okay. How about this? Sid, give, grab a shoulder. Let's drag him down and throw him into the lake. Well, I thought about that, and I thought we don't really know what the lake does, and do I really want to give an opportunity to bring someone back who may be dead? So I, that's why I thought bind him and let him freeze. You know, let his corpse okay. freeze and rot on the on the mountain. That's I'll it, just, I'll just say whatever anybody wants to do. To me, with our experience with Mueller leaving his body yeah. here, I think is just commonsensical. The last thing we would just want to do, just to walk away from him, so we can run into him again in you know the Amazon or something. Yeah, like you know? I think that look, I mean, chopping the guy's head off, I think it's something that needs to happen, or burning him. You know, just doing something that he can't come back from. I just don't want to see it. Okay, so Catherine, you go ahead and is that is that your final call? You're gonna go ahead and make sure that his noodle is separated from the the rest of him. He killed my friend. Okay, done. So it it doesn't take ten minutes with a bone saw. Um, it's it's not through the neck. Um, thirty seconds. It's pretty quick. Yeah, it's 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 thirty. I'm a lady about seconds. it. Oh well, in that case, uh, uh yeah. So fifteen the, seconds. The, <laughs> yeah, knowing you. <laughs> You a- you're able to shot put the head down the hill. Uh, it rolls. It does get caught on a rock for a second, and then like a golf ball going into a teacup, into the t- into the uh, the cup at the end of the uh, in the green. It does trip over and, and go into the water and just bob for a few seconds and then slowly go down. Uh, okay, so group, you have a decision to make. You can attempt to find your way back into Nepal and Kathmandu on your on your own. Uh, with you have a map, it, it, it could be done. Or are you? Vested in going after Genti and, and Marzu, Torgi's two girls, that and he's nowhere to be seen. I think we head for the airport and uh, try to use their plane. And if we are able to affect the uh, rescue of the girls, all the better. Okay. Sure. Everybody agree with that? I mean, I mean, it's logical that the girls would run back in the direction they came from. So, you know. Well, no, no. You're assuming the girls were here. Yeah, they may not have never even been brought. They could be at the airport. They could be... Dead. Dead, for all we know. And Keeper, clarify, Chorgi is dead? or Chorgi Everyone here is dead. Every... But not Torgi. Torgi's not here. You you haven't found him yet. So His body is not here. All right. Are we going... I don't know how everybody else feels, but I would vote for the airport. I think going to the airport, it's a shorter track. And yep. it's not following it's no the path of the eldritch creature. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, airport. All right. 
Ella, you're okay with that? Yeah, I, I don't know what else we could do because we believe we have the bone, right? Yep. No, I mean, you, like I said, the, the options are going back to Kathmandu on foot over the mountains or heading down to the airport and then using their plane. That's really the idea, yeah. Who has the bone right now? Faye was carrying it, but did, did you drop it, Faye, or you uh, did you stow it away? Yeah, I have it. I probably shoved it in my pack at the first uh, moment Opportunity. that I could. Yeah. All right, Sid, you're in front uh, taking the lead, and it becomes apparent. Uh, Faye, where are you going to – are you going to just bring up the rear so there's no stragglers lost in the snow or anything? I'll bring up the rear because I've got experience so I can bring up any stragglers, yeah. All yeah, right, it makes so sense, right? The the best climbers would be in the front and the back. That makes sense. Okay, so f- who's directly behind Sid? Just so I have a marching order. Okay. Catherine. <laughs> who, who catches the bullet? <laughs> right. And then f- – uh, Ella, you, and then John. Is that okay? Yeah. So the first, the first leg. Are you heading back towards the cave, Sid? Is that your goal? And then make your way down the way that the the team knows, or are you going to try to just use this map and navigate yourself a straight line? Because remember, the the cave was a little bit out out of the way, but you know it's a secure place. Well, we know uh, the weather is getting bad, correct? The weather is only bad that you can tell for about in this area around this part of the lake. Right. Um, um, I don't think it's I don't think it's a bad idea going to the cave. Um, you know, that's probably what I would think. Go to the cave and then from the cave head down towards towards the rest airport. recoup and get yourself back to the airport. Yeah. 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 Okay. Secure place for the night. Yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah. Nice fire. OK. So within about 15 minutes, you are out of the snow. Uh, it is no longer snowing where you where you're walking. The cave has no snow around it at all. I mean, as you're making your way there, it's going to take a couple hours. But um, but you know the path, and and you you know you're, you're fairly comfortable with the with with the hike. It's it's a little it's altitude, but it's not super bad altitude. So and you're, no one's rushing. You're you're being patient with everybody. You're taking your time. You know you've got very inexperienced climbers, people that really don't you know haven't functioned a lot at this at this altitude. So you, you're you're able to make it there. So uh, I believe you arrived last time around one or two p.m. So we're going to say that you get there just after nightfall, about seven p.m. Uh, you make it back to the cave. But like I said, once, you, once you've walked the first 15, 20 minutes, you were already out of the snow. It was already, you know, petering out and you were okay. Looking back as, as your friends were emerging from like the Georgia rain, I don't know if anybody's ever experienced that where you're driving through Georgia and there's a sheet and you go through the rain and then out the other side immediately. It's like, what the hell? Uh, it's really weird. Um, yeah, you've, you've, it's, that's sort of how the snow was. Like you come out and it's sunshine and, and normal weather. So it's kind of a little, you know, it puts you off a little bit. But you make it back to the cave that night with no problem. Everybody can rest here and start to recuperate. Anybody that lost any HP, uh, you can go ahead and I don't think anybody did in that session. You'd get a few points back. Other than that, it's all good. This is where you'll camp for the night. You can, you know, eat, kind of recoup and get ready for the, de- you know, the descent tomorrow. All right. And do I make my roll re-roll for MP now? Yeah, you can go ahead and do that. Okay, that's fine for uh, Ella. D6, and you get three points back for a rest, up to three. Uh, I got two on my thingy. You rolled a two? I rolled a two. Okay, so you got one point back tonight. I'm rolling for mine. I rolled a two as well. So that's, yep, one point. Catherine, could you make me a sanity check, please? That is a 73. That is a negative. Catherine, you're back at the pool, and at the pool, you... um. You start to you, you just don't want to be here, and you've you realize that you've wandered off again. 
you've had one of those times when you seem to just wander out, wander out and you're you're drawn to these mystical situations like on the bus, in the plane. Sometimes this stuff happens to you and you're back at the at the pool at Rupkund and it's you turn to try to walk out, but it's so steep that you can't climb. You're just sliding. And every rock you you grab onto is loose footing. Every bone just becomes a trip hazard. You feel yourself getting bruised and battered, and you fight and fight and fight. And finally, you're nearing the top. Like you've you've just been so desperate and trying, and you're exhausted, and you don't think you can do it ever anymore. You see Sydney stand there, and he shoves you back down again. And you roll and tumble, and you splash into the water. And as soon as your hands, you feel your hands hit the water, you are you are back looking at the thing that you've only known as the name Shakotl, the black image, the 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 lion pelt, the leopard pelt, the face with the proboscis moving around. And you know that you're in a nightmare. You know that you're in a dream, but yet somehow you just can't seem to break out of it. And every time that you, 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 you reach back to climb again, it's just stumbling and twisting and falling and you feel your leg go and then you feel your ankle kind of twist around and it hurts. And it's just one bad moment after another. And you get, just the worst sleep of your life. So when you wake, when you finally are there the next morning, you're already, you, you barely had, you know, an hour to you. Uh, it feels, you, you actually feel fatigued from the situation that occurred throughout your dreams that night. Did I physically wander? You look down, your legs have bruises. You know, there's, there's parts of you that are, that are scratched up. Your knuckles are a mess. Your nails are cracked. Not one nail is intact. You have dust under them. You feel like, as far as you can tell, you never left that place until, but somehow you're back in the cave. Excellent. Something to think about for when next we sleep. Well, you know, it's that whole chestnut. That whole chestnut. (laughs) And you lose two points of sanity from the sleep that night and from the failed roll. Oh, that was many blessings upon you, Keeper. I was expecting words, but let's keep it there. Many, poison upon you. No, many blessings. Many blessings. <laughs> Ella, you're okay. Uh, Professor Schooley, you you have one of those nights where you're just it's ref- very reflective. I'm sure the whole situation that occurred at the lake. Um, you know, it's it was more than you ever thought or bargained for. Like, you, you, I mean, anybody who's a practitioner of magic, I'm sure there's a moment where they go, "Oh shit, I never thought that was actually going to work." You know, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, hell, that wasn't supposed like I read about it, you know, on a bazooka bubblegum wrapper, but I never thought I'd actually, you know, pull that <laughs> off. So, yeah, there, you know, it was one of those, like you said, uh, for John, it, there is so much I don't know. And there's so much out there. And how fragile is this planet? How fragile is life? You know, right now? Uh, yeah, that's he, would, all. he would definitely be in a in a meditative state for the night. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. Sid, you were all right. You you were able to get some, you were able to finally get some kit. Faye's okay. Ella, like I said, she made it through all right because she didn't touch Mueller before the uh, decapitation surgery. And um, Sid, you can start the next morning. You, everyone breaks their fast. You're you're good to go by about eight a.m. eight thirty. No one had to bring you know tents out, so camp clean up and pick up is quick, quick and easy, and you can begin your descent. All right, I go to. Uh, d- does Catherine keep the map overnight, or does- it's up to you? If you I, need it, I'm sure she'd share it. I would have given him the map. I'm not the map right. person. Group, uh, Catherine's busted up. 
looks like shit. Uh, crack nails, blood, dust, bruises. And um, as everyone's packing up camp, how's y'all sleep? Sleep okay? I slept all right. Okay. Slept great. I feel like a million bucks this morning. You? Oh, oh, I you bet you, you do. You don't look so good, actually, love. What's going on? I was at the lake last night. Like for a stroll? You mean in a dream? In a dream? No. No, look at me. Yeah, she looks physically battered up. I wandered again. Some sort of, like, projection keeper? Hard to say, but Sid, you're you're almost 100% certain there's no way she could have made that climb there and back in the dark. There's no way she would have been able to find that path. I walk up to her and kneel beside her and go, may I? And as I reach out to, like, look at her hands. <sighs> I'm not going to read you. I just want to see. Why don't I take care of you? I can bandage this up. It's fine. What did you see? I've got first aid, you know, Kate. I can help you. Uh, fine. Um, if you must know, I was at the lake, but the... It was much, she's, like, she offers her hand, like, okay, if you, um, bandages in the bag, and there's, um, alcohol. Um, I was at the lake, the bottom, and the ravine was, was much steeper, and I'm trying to climb, and I couldn't, and I was pulling bone and rock, and, and I couldn't climb up, and I reached the top, and I thought I was going to get away, and you were there. Looks at Sid, points at him. But and you, I wasn't. You pushed me. You Listen, pushed I've me. already apologized for what happened up there. I didn't know what I was doing. No. I would never hurt you, no. Kate. I would never hurt you. You threw me into that lake last night. And it was it was in the dream. It was in the dream. Catherine, it wasn't Sid. It wasn't no. Sid. Well, actually, those dreams could mean other things. Um, Keeper, would I have any Mm -hmm. semblance of, like, understanding those visions or possibly predicting what they could mean? Visions, uh, dreams and and visions obviously are are part of occult mythos. Uh, How practiced you are in dream reading, um, if you were a, I mean, you're clairvoyant. I would say if anybody has a chance, it's you. So go ahead and make me a clairvoyant. You don't have to do, you don't have to spend any MP because this is a guess. So you're not touching her to get a read, right? Yeah, no, I'm just okay. I'm just listening to what she's telling me and going off that, figuring out if that meant anything or if the symbology means something for the bigger picture. Okay. Um, if you're just going to try to do a dream read, go ahead and give me a clairvoyant roll. And actually, you know what? I'll do it. What's your clairvoyance? 55. As, uh, being trapped, that's that's obvious. You know, it's it's feeling like over being overwhelmed. Betrayal of being pushed down the hill could mean a lot of things. Uh, feeling uncomfortable with the situations around her, feeling that she's in a in over her head. Uh, the allegory of water—it's it's all just allegorical stuff. But you're not getting anything beyond that. And um, last thing I feel I should mention: I fell in, and I saw the the thing, the the dark, big man with the leopard print wrap and the I'm not going to say his name, the the thing. I, I know. Not the, same, not the same thing that you saw at this lake. Not. No, no, no. She's describing the. I know what she's you're describing. talking about. Yeah. It, right. I, I saw it and it was looking at me and I then I woke I up. from Thelema. Yes. That. 
Yes. But but if it was a dream, and now Sid's going, he's looking uh, at her fingers and trying to clean it out with alcohol and stuff like that. I mean, how cut up is she? Was she clearly climbing up the side of a mountain without shoes on and stuff? She's pretty. She's pretty scratched up and beat up. I check out the bottom of her feet because she wouldn't be sleeping in shoes. I would imagine. No, she was sleeping with no shoes on. So how are the bottoms of her feet? Scratched up. Sleepwalking. We're gonna have to keep a better eye on you, Missy. Could be. Please. Can't have you wandering off, sleepwalking into the middle of nowhere. Mm, next time we're in a metropolitan area, I'm, I'm going to figure out how to acquire handcuffs or something. Oh, Catherine, knowing your background, I'm sure you have a pair. Wow. <laughs> hey. I'm a that's sp- something special there. That's <laughs> or Valium. Right. How would you describe Catherine Ross? Cuffed. Cuffed, really. <laughs> she's a spinster. Up a she's, the, she's the cuffer, not the cuffy. Back to the same marching orders, I guess, or walking hiking order we're going to start heading down and get you know into the into the highlands but out of the the mountain right and we'll start the descent is that good sounds like a plan yeah that's fine that works you have you're able to make it down about two and a half three thousand going down obviously much much easier they'll tell you on mountain climbs though that you know on ice and snow it can be just as dangerous or just as exerting but this isn't that situation you make you come across uh where the tiger attacked you after a few hours of walking, but it's you're, you're moving at almost twice the speed, right? You're you're coming down. Uh, the F, the breathing is already getting a little easier. You're starting to find that it's you know you're you're on a descent run. It's it's working quickly, and um, you're everything seems to be normal. Once you get to where the pots were and the tiger was um, the the apparition or the physical remains of the tiger, whichever it was, because you guys blew its face off that day. Where the tiger would have been slain in that area, not far from where the pots were, uh, you start to see snow again off in the distance. Sid, you're very quick. You and Faye are quick to realize that it appears that the snowfall is along the mountain course that you and Chorgi and the guides would have taken coming up into the highlands and the and the and you know the, the lower portion of the mountain. So it seems that that bad weather even though it's not a, a big band of it, seems to be fairly directed to the path that you had originally used to come up the mountain. Okay, because remember when the when you came over to the guide, he brought you off a little bit, you found the pots, then climbed, you were heading for a cave, the tiger came the whole bit. All that stuff was off the straight path. If you had made your way directly to Rupkund, uh, you would never have even came towards the cave, right? You would have just directly made your way up uh, and stayed to the right on the right-hand side of the, of the face of the mountain. This situation, you went to the cave last night, and now you're doubling back. So you're coming, picture it south, but you're heading southwest. Sorry, southeast. Southeast. So you're coming back into the direction where you would have been on the main path up and down the mountain. And on that trek is where the snow seems to be isolated. That's where it seems to be snowing. Really? That's very odd. Right. By now, there's about eight inches of snow on the ground, 10 inches of snow. So it's it's not as heavy as when you first came out of Rupkund, but it's it's definitely snowing. Uh, and it, it, it's it's sticking. So it, it, it's colder. Uh, the weather, it's 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 a wall of weather. It, it literally is having that effect. All right. So we've we've got two options. We can either follow this known path down and be caught in this band of snow, which is getting deeper and deeper by the minute. 
or we can review the map and find another way down. Which way do we want to do this? Well, how do we get to that the airport city that we saw on the map? I mean, do we have to take this path or does it look like there's something else that we could do from here? The safest way, if, if weather conditions were normal, Faye, is the route you're on. This is the main way up the mountain. What happened was your plane parachuted you hours ahead of Mueller. If you kept walking down from where your supplies were and kept going down the mountain that way, down the hills into the, into the highlands and stuff, you would have run right into the city, this town, okay, of Lohajong. So when that's why... The plane dropped you off ahead of them, higher up on the hill, okay. higher up the mountain. Yeah. This is the main, that is the main way down. I've got a bad feeling about this, as if like this weather is emanating from the lake, heading down the mountain, just like something else headed down the mountain. I think you and I are on the same page. We can, we can always do a hook. We can go away from the path and curve and, and come into the airport from another side. Uh, it's a steeper descent. It's a little bit more climby, um, but it, it it can be done. This would be a this would be a downhill walk, easier on your climbers. The other way is out of the weather uh, would be more of you know pitons and tie off ropes, and we have to be a little careful. It's a much it's a deeper descent. Yeah, I don't know, Sid. With Catherine last night, you know, Ella's never climbed. John's never climbed. I think that we should just do the. I actually have a a little bit of a climbing rating. It's like 35. Okay, so he's climbed a few times, but I worry about Catherine. I don't think that she's going to be able to handle that, not in her condition. All right, and we'll stay the course then. Just, uh, I think maybe we just try to keep our wits about us because we could be trailing behind the very thing that we faced. Okay. If our fears are realized. So I think John would just be John would just be supporting you guys and whatever you 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 guys lead us wherever you think we should go. That's where we'll go. I think it's just going to be the safest, but we'll keep we'll keep an eye out. All right, it is much slower moving, but with the weather, it, in a few hours of of descending, you it does start to a it's abating. It's now just flurrying. It's almost as if you're kind of seeing the the effects dissipate, and by the end of the day. You know that you know you're probably another six hours outside of, uh, according to the map, outside of Longzhong. You made it out of the, the weather; it, it's it's gone. Whatever the effect was, it, it began to ran its course. Uh, atmospherically, whatever, whatever, it just stops. It, it just comes to a, you know you come out of it, and uh, it was the better way because it didn't it didn't fo- it wasn't like you were in it the whole way down. So it was that after a few more hours, you came out of it. Like I said, it, it dissipated to flurries. And then everybody was just on a, you know, walking down the hill as normal. You have to just camp one more night on the side of the mountain. How do you want to handle keeping an eye on Catherine, making sure she may not wander off? You're doing watches. What, what's the plan? I want to sleep with shoes. Okay. <laughs> I think that we should, um, I think that we should be doing watches anyway. Okay. But um, I think that we should excuse Catherine from this watch just so she can get some sleep to recoup from the night before. Makes sense. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Absolutely. And um, when I'm not on watch, I will sleep next to her just so and I'll kind of like I'll sleep like sort of in front of the flap of the tent. So she'll hopefully kick me, which will wake me up if she tries to go on a little escapade again. Faye, OK, so is everybody in agreement with that? We're good. Yep. Yeah, sounds great. Sounds like a good plan. So who has first watch? I can go first. All right. 
Keeper, I would like to even take something to make me a little more sleepy than normal. Not a problem. And who's going to who's gonna watch after Faye? Uh, I'll do second watch. All right. Anybody else after that? Uh, Ella, you want to take the next one? I'd rather take the last one, actually, if that's okay. All right. The dogs. The dogs watch. The dogs watch. John, John will follow up, Sid. So, Faye, when you're watching over Catherine, are you inside the tent or outside the tent? I figured that we were going to do a watch, like, outside of the tent to make sure that nobody, like, nothing approaches us from the outside. And we were kind of like... I understand. I'm, a, I'm just asking. You said okay. you wanted to sit... Yeah, so you're sitting outside by... There's a small fire. You guys can build one here. It's not a problem. You know, that that should be no issue. Yeah, you're you're there. The Your couple hours goes by pretty much without any incident. And uh, you go ahead and you wake up... Uh, I guess it was Sid next, right? You wake up Sid... And yep. uh, ask him to take over. There's a pot of coffee brewing or whatever, hot water for tea, whatever you guys are drinking. You know, there's... I brewed it so, with love. You brewed it with love, exactly. <laughs> and uh, you're able to go back to the tent. Faye, you put your hand on the tent flap. Make me a sanity check. Uh, 36, I make it. Sid, you see for a moment that Faye grabs the tent and stops dead in her tracks. She nervously looks over her shoulder at you, looks around, gets her bearings kind of just smiles, opens the tent flap, and steps through. Five seconds later, Sid, you see the tent flap reopen real quick and face stick her head out. And she looks at you and she just, thank God. And she shuts the tent. I'll leave that for you to think about. Uh, what? <laughs> just very odd. Very odd behavior. Yeah. I, I wander over towards the tent, uh-huh. sort of not wanting to open the tent, but then sort of listening to the tent. And, and I'm like, Faye, Faye. What the hell was that? What the hell was what? Aren't you supposed to be on watch right now? You just stuck your head out and said something kind of nutty and went back in the tent. Are you okay? Is she okay? Yeah, everything. Everything's fine in here. I was just looking out just to wish you a good night. Don't be weird about it. All right. All right. Well, good night. Hey, that was, that's a nice cover because you have PTSD every time you open a tent and step in and out of it, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm, uh, that's kind of what I'm, I'm sort of like brushing it off as I don't want to talk about this anymore. Everything's right. fine. Every Good time you open Sydney. a tent, every time you open a tent flap, you're not always where you seem to be. So <laughs> I'm sure you were more than happy to see Sid still sitting by the fire. That's exactly why I looked out and I just saw him and I was like, oh, thank God. Oh, yes. It's not Mexico. Anything but Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 53, God. the team unravels. The team unravels. Good Lord. All right. You had me convinced that something happened to me in there. Oh, no. He had me convinced that. <laughs> I don't know if that episode is. Oh, no. My solo adventure will be out soon. Um, well, the first two parts already are. And the tent was already involved. So, yeah. Yeah. It's just. just. A, I thought that I had just accidentally transported us to the there instead of the here. So, don't worry. We're fine. I didn't screw up. That's the important part. It's no, funny that she good. says that because I was actually worried that when she opened the tent and looked in that they were like somewhere else, that they weren't there. They were back at the lake or something. Yeah, well, that's just too predictable. Yeah, well, Keeper, um, I'm definitely in the just, – it's just for my own sanity. Um, just, this is just for Melinda, not Faye. Um, I'm definitely in the tent in the same uh-huh. area that I was in. Yeah, yeah, okay. you're good. Okay. Yeah, everybody's good. All right. All right. Uh, Sid, at night goes by uneventful. John get, takes his watch. Nothing happens there. Ella's finally awoke. She's she's okay. And yeah, you can go ahead and start making your descent the next morning after you have breakfast. That's hilarious because I had 
I had the mouse on the dice, <laughs> waiting, waiting for the roll of doom. <laughs> we all <laughs> we have off PTSD. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, it. There's. I guess you could say that's a good Call of Cthulhu game. It's like, oh God, when is he going to ask for a dice roll? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> you start your watch. Hand goes oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, no, that's it's it's perfectly it's perfectly fine. I do need you to make a climbing roll though, Sid, for now, if you would, and uh tell me what you get as we start our walk. Everybody's Catherine's up, she slept better, it's good. Uh, I get a 17, which is a, a hard success. Okay, no problem. Yeah, in about six hours, right around two, three PM, we'll let's call it three PM, uh, you start seeing the outline of Lao Jung off in the distance, probably about another hour's walk. There is smoke coming from the village itself, uh, which, you know, makes sense, I guess. It is built in a winding pattern down the side of this hill. So it doesn't, it sits almost like like steps, right? Um, so you'll have a, a, a like a trail with maybe eight or nine buildings, then it makes a, a turn and it goes and it has some, some, you can see that it descends down the hill and there's buildings that are built on stilts and at out angles. And then it goes down another set. Of, there's some stairs and goes down. another. So it winds its way across the face of this mountain, the, the bottom of this mountain, right? But it's a face of like this sharp hill or, and at the very, very bottom down there, some somewhere down below and maybe another mile or so off is supposed to be the airport where the planes would finally meet up. And, and but they built this village in the hill. Like, you know, off the side, for some reason, they didn't just put it down on the the more, you know, gentle sloping grasslands. They kind of slammed it up on side of this mountain uh, where the you would normally start a climb. Like, it's just you would think, you know, if you just went another two miles that way, you would have been in a like a pasture almost. But no, they built it here. Um, why? I don't know, but that's the way it looks. So, uh, how do you, you just going to walk right into Lao Kung? How, what do you, um, I'm sorry, Lao Jung? How, what do you, what is your thoughts on this? You're just going to approach the city as normal, the town? No, I, I actually, as, as it sort of comes into view and I can sort of get a, um, a vibe yep. of the town or a view of the town, I sort of make the motion to hold up and I say, I, I think we should maybe take this all in and get the lay of the land before we wander in. I think just wandering in might be a huge mistake. We're not sure we got all the Nazis. We're not sure what we got and what we didn't get. And I don't want to lose another person. Yeah, I'm sure he didn't take his full team. I'm sure that there's probably at least one or two back here with the plane that they had hired. Yeah. Maybe more. We don't know. So I think that is a good idea. Excellent thinking. There was a number given. There was a number given from the smugglers in uh, Kathmandu. He did say how many he that seemed to be on the plane with Mueller. If anybody wants to make an intel check, uh, I'm, yeah, I can easily give you that number. No, that was it's not twenty five, Catherine. That's way too high. But it was more than eight. Uh, that's the correct number, Catherine, that you remember. So we don't have to make a roll for that. No, she was able to. It's fine. Plus yeah, Catherine. Catherine, Catherine remembers um, Mueller and sixteen. Okay, and and how many do we find on the mountain? You found eight. Ha ha. Eight, including Mueller, so that means there would be nine. No, you found you found eight on the mountain. Mueller was one of them. All right, oh, so there's right. No... So eight on. The... So I'm sorry. Yes, correct. So, so nine. There'd be nine here. There's nine down here. We don't know if it's all nine down here. Correct. Because or monster it be thing. Right. No, we just because know there's nine not accounted for. 
So 17 with Mueller originally, Faye, and eight were on the mountain. So that okay. would leave you nine. Yep. Gotcha. And so, we don't know if any of them died on the climb up because of the correct. Up, monster thing. It's still more than I'm comfy with, potentially. Right. So then I guess it becomes who wants to reconnoiter? Who wants to look, go down and take a look? Who oh. wants to go down and take a look and then and, and then let the others know? I think we all come down as a group. It, it, that could be obvious. So maybe if um, one or two people go down, probably two, I'm thinking. So we stick with that whole never do anything alone theme. I'll go down with someone. I'm not very stealthy. You stay up here. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's really a stealth thing, right? It's just a less conspicuous thing, right? Well, they know go what we town, look like, don't they? Or at least what you look like. Or should I actually go down there? Because they don't know who I am. I can tell you they know that a white woman coming off the mountain with, you know, one other person is more con- is pretty conspicuous. I'm, I mean, that's... Uh, uh, that's fine. Yeah, you're right. I mean, worst come to worst, I've got I've got a pretty good stealth. I've got a forty five stealth. So What's, yeah, it's whatever you want to do. If you're looking just to, if you're just looking to get a lay of the land, I mean, you can just you can you can just mosey in. I mean, th- this town is obviously put in a position where you know trekkers come through here all the time. Climbers yeah. come through here, right? We're in the climbing yeah. season, so yeah. So but I, a woman, but one or two people by themselves—that's pretty rare. It would normally be groups. Yeah. All right. So who wants to go with me then? Well, I think the point is, is like it might be actually less conspicuous for all of us to go. Then is that it? Uh, that's the way I would have seen it. Okay. All right. Coming in as, a, as a, especially since you have a, you know two people that look like climbers, you know, have the basic stance, the the walking, you know, you just we come in as a group packs. and you, yeah, you came in. We're we're dirty from the mountain, you know. It's like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, you're not one or two wandering in where they're gonna be like, well, who was with you? Did you lose anybody? What's the hell? You know, like, no, oh, you're gonna, you're okay. a group. Okay, so you're just gonna, so you make your way down. Yeah, by by just about the afternoon, you're coming to the edge where a a, a path uh, actually is used, and like they they're they're able to bring pack animals up, and you see steps now going down. And again, it's wide enough for a yak and and a driver, but not much wider than that. But there's houses built into and onto the side of the hill. As you approach, the smell of a tannery and a dye shop, it, it, that's the first things on this part of the mountain coming into town from the high end. Uh, they're there, and you're smelling the smell of those those chemicals and the, the lye and the other things that they use to um, prep any hides, yak hides or anything else for, you know, that's made out of, of a heavier garment. And there's a dye shop as well. And, and you're coming into town you're smelling the you know burnt wood and the, and the whole bit, but you're not seeing any people. You're not seeing anybody around these two shops on the, the this part before the steps go down and lead you to another level of the town, where you can see some small like ha- what looks like housing in the next section. And you said it's like mid afternoon, uh, about four. So do we see? Can we see or sense smell people? Like are there like cooking fires or? lights on well it's four o'clock in the afternoon so yeah i mean the, the are you saying are the shops illuminated from the inside um there's some there's some illumination i mean there's not a lot of glass it's mostly just a, a, a front a, a fairly solid front with a door uh the the tanner shop as you start coming onto the street itself onto the we'll call it a street but it's a trail as you come down that part of the trail the the door to the the tanner shop is open but the door to the dyer's um, 
I don't know what else you call it, but dyers, a dyer shop or a dye shop. That one is closed. But yeah, I'm it, right now. You're just not seeing a lot of scurrying people around. It's kind of it's kind of sedate. That's concerning. I trust do we, do we see any? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say in a comedic way. I trust nothing. Well, Cthulhu. I mean, it's a small village. We can see the the airport. I mean, it's a rough airport. I'm imagining. Um, um, from here, any- Sid, you still can't see it because oh, while right. it's not, a, it's only a few miles away. It is down in, in 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 the lands, the pastoral lands, and the way the mountain is shaped, it's kind of a, a curve. So you have to go all the way through the village to get to the bottom, and then it's it's down to the south, a little further to the southeast. It's just hidden from you yet. I mean, it's not far. It's a few miles, but in this village is probably. Six, seven hundred people, if you had to guess on a, you know, normally through the season, uh, you know, uh, permanently here. Right, right, right. Is is there a way for us to sit? Is there look to be a way that we could head, you know, just walk right back out and circumvent the town completely and just uh, make make our way to the airport in a I look you know, less circuitous? It's a it would be a real daunting type of thing. This is the the way up is this path. It's built here because it was, you know, everybody has to come through it. That that's really the reason they put it here. The, the mountain itself is conical, and it's very again, it's steep going down. It, it, it would be Sid. It would, it would be an a, an interesting climb for you and Faye. It would not be something you probably want to risk with the others. Okay. No, I, you, I don't think yeah, so. Jung is is a it was a real it's a real place, and it does sit in a weird spot on the mountain. Now it looks like we're going to have to make our way through. Unfortunately, um, and if we don't see any Nazis. In the village, I'm guessing they're probably camped out around the plain. Sid, it does appear that it has snowed here recently. So that that snow band came right through here. Uh, yeah, but eventually it dissipated. Um, that's not good. Well, it's not it's not good if if we're going on our fears. I mean, they're just fears. I can't say whether it's true or not. Do we see any devastation? Any is there any like obvious? either destruction of buildings, dead people, acts of violence that that we can see? Um, or does everything look normal? Further down the mountain, you're getting black smoke. Further down on the trails, you know, that lead deeper into Aloha Jung, you do see black smoke coming up from one building. Maybe two. Hard, it's hard to tell. But you smell burning wood. Like okay. possibly burning buildings. I mean, we're going to have to make our way down. I, I think that's, that's basically the bottom line. Yeah, we're just going to have to do it, I suppose. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> there is there are tracks in the snow. If that's I mean human sized tracks, you're starting to see now. So people have traversed it. Uh, question to ask: Are these modern looking? They would be given this time frame. Military boots would be studded boots. They would be leather boots with studs on the bottom. No, these appear to be like like wrapped feet. You know, with with some sort of a. Okay. Okay, that's good. To you know, sh- like more of a. A shoe that would be worn by like an Inuit or somebody who climbs in, in the cold weather, but not necessarily having a hard sole like you're used to. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Like you know, like it would be they'd have be modern leather. All shoes back then had leather soles, so they'd be modern leather soles with a cut heel. If yeah, they no. were, if they were truly Nazis, and um, almost all branches of all countries used metal studding in the bottom of their boots for gripping. Uh-huh. So you yeah, you're not getting any of that. Okay. What you're getting is just a solid footprint, <laughs> you know, like a, a push down, weighted. Right, yeah. right, right, right. I agree with saying. Okay. Well, that's that's a good sign, at least. I no Nazi tracks um, here. I suppose it's you know, is everybody okay with making our way down to the village, and we'll sort of take it as it goes. 
Um, maybe we discreetly have some guns? Or, you know... It might not be a bad idea to just kind of have something out. Or at least, like, in a coat or a pocket. Yeah, something that we can take out very quickly if we if we need to. No, I agree completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. John, what do you think? Um, well, I mean, a shoulder holster is pretty fast drawing it out, right? If that's what you're bundled you got, up, but yeah, if that's what, if it's on the outside, sure, not a problem. Yeah, I mean, okay. loosen up, loosen up. You know, make you know if your coats are you know open up your coats, make everything accessible. Okay. I don't know how much we want to walk through with like brandished weapons in a village. <laughs> that might not send the best message. If we don't know what's going on, but yeah, I get, I see what you mean. Absolutely, uh, make the weapons available. So you start walking down the the trail, and you're and you're you know passing the tanner's shop. Uh, like I said, there the dyer's building is that that door is closed, and um, an older woman steps out of the tannery and looks at oh yes yes you 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 need anything you need uh, you need anything for your trip you coming back or go you coming back yes you coming back coming back yes coming back oh anything to sell anything to trade no not me sorry uh, I I don't think any of us did. It was for the climb. That's that's what it was about. <laughs> John just looks relieved to see a person. <laughs> <laughs> she says, "You, you, we have beautiful pelts, beautiful things, very rare. Some, some very. You want to? You, you come, come see. You, you, you trade with me. We, I give you good price. No problem. It's, uh, it's early in season, but we have lot, lots to give, lots to sell. Is there a need?" I think is the question I would be asking myself. John just kind of extricating himself, you know, like, no, no, kind of like smiling and no, no, as he's continuing to, to kind of try to walk away. Hard sale, right? Yeah. (laughs) I'm just kind of curious where everyone else is. Yeah. Uh, You're all standing in in the middle of the, of the trail, this yak trail or, or walking path that leads deeper into the the village. But right now you're, you know, you're at the top of the hill. You're about to circle. And again, it, it serpentines its way down, right? Switchbacks. Uh, yeah, yeah. Switchbacks. And um, this is the highest part, highest peak. And she's just inviting you into the shop. She seems like a fairly harmless old lady. She's just kind of, you know, if you've ever been abroad in certain countries, it's, they can be a little aggressive in their tactics. And she's, and she's not being like, you know, it's not like Istanbul where, <laughs> they're mobbing you but it's she's definitely trying to get you to come in i mean you know for her it, it could mean the difference between you know dinner and no dinner my only i have trust issues they don't sure yes but they don't program com- empty space for no reason in video games and in final fantasy one of them you couldn't beat the game unless you bought the old man a hot dog this is concerning to me what, maybe well, there, we, there's no there's no hot dogs. I mean, I know there's no hot dogs. Are you saying but, that you want to buy a pelt from the old lady just in case we need it? I don't know if this encounter doesn't mean anything or if it's supposed to be something. Maybe we can ask her questions. What do you? Like, what questions do you need asked? You can hey, ask. Any other groups of white folks wander through? She nods and, and yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. great! How how, how about, long ago, uh, John? Uh, no, no you time? were you were finishing. Oh, I was just saying, I'm... like, when did it start snowing? Oh, oh, uh, odd time of year for snow. Very strange. Uh, two two days, three days, two and a half days to go. Um, and uh, snow till yeah, yesterday. 
just out of no, clear skies. Shouldn't have snow. No snow. Guys, the time. The timing. Oh, schnoot. Yeah. Remember when the time thing got all messed up? Should we ask her what date? Yeah. It is? Perfect. What, what day is it? She tells you the day. It, it seems to be right, like like you're on the right day if you were descending three days after the after Rupkun. This would be the third day of the climb down. Yeah, okay. no, you're. Yes, there there was definitely a, well, up when you were around the the lake. You were definitely experiencing hiccups in time. But she's saying that the snow stopped, you know, yesterday afternoon, and that does side seem to make sense to you. So, so if uh, time wise, oh wait. Oh, okay. So the the snow she's talking about is coinciding with the snow that started at the literally the 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 rim of the of Rupkund, right? And then was following the trail down, and it was snowing that that path. Remember, you're stopped yesterday afternoon, and then you you made you know or yet whatever. She's saying that 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 times itself with it. Gotcha. But she's probably just seeing is a band of snow. Well, she didn't. Swamp. Yeah, they, on this side of the mountain, it's so it's 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 between another two two peaks, and it kind of weaves its way up higher. That she would have never seen that it was pretty isolated to just a trail. She just saw snow. Does she have other things that, like tea and stuff like that, or is it just pelts? Oh, you need tea, General Store. She says not far. Just um, you come down. Uh, uh, just you can if you look over the the looking down is pretty steep to go to the next. Uh, switchback but she's like it's there general store good friend of mine very nice treat you well but i uh, but no it doesn't carry any pelts nothing that you can use there for keeping warm or or bring home to a sweetheart she looks at you sid someone that oh to say you were on mountainside but beautiful pelt for her bring her home put in front of fireplace yeah very uh, nice well you know i it's, uh, thank you for the information I, I i appreciate it very much so Faye, you wrote i'll buy a pelt off of her yeah, I'll buy like like a nice like medium sized pelt just because she answered our questions and she seems really eager to sell these pelts. So I'll I'll buy one. You know, what's, okay. What's Faye's another get layer? Be broke before we get through the end of the village. It's she seemed fine. eager to sell something. Like every single person you're about to meet. <laughs> Look, she She's gave us out a head skin that looks like a child. She gave us answers. I'm curious about her pelts. Okay. And you so know what? She, when you get cold, you're not allowed to share my pelt. No one's getting my Just pelt. For your so <laughs> you, uh, you, she walks into the shop, Faye, and uh, immediately you see, yeah, some really exotic, different stuff. I mean, different color yak skins and pelts and stuff and things that have been cured properly. Um, she says, but I have something very special, something just for you. you uh, I, I'm going to show you. This is the best one we have. Very, very, very exotic. No one will ever have one like it. And she steps around the, behind the counter and she drapes it out. And uh, it's a human skin. Oh, okay. I'm out. I'm out. Where are you going? Um, I oh, have my. to buy. I have to use the facilities. I have. I have a stomach condition. Very abrupt. Can interrupt. It's really. It's a hassle. Um, but you're not being pelt. I. I thank you so much. Um, for your, for your time. Um, skin. Um. I'm like trying so you to get run my, my 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 companions. Uh, yeah, you run out. I'm like thank I'm, you. I'm assuming, uh, right? Oh yeah, I'm I'm way out of there. She can't catch me. She's not fast enough. She's an old lady. I'm still I have a there. Rating of nine. I'm still there, right, dude? Oh, I would have grabbed your collar I, and uh, yanked you no, with I'm, me. No, I would like to ask her about it. You want to ask her about the pelt? Okay. Yeah, you're crazy. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure the human skin is a pelt, but um, that is very interesting. Where did you obtain it? Just two days ago. Magnificent. Beautiful. 
You want to try it on? You want to come near? Come feel how feel the quality. All right. Sure. I, I go. I go up and like touch it. Okay, you touch it, and she touches your hair. So soft, so nice. Can I? You be yeah, yes. this woman. You're not. You're not there. The, you ran out there. I would have turned back around if I noticed that she wasn't following me. Well, okay, outside, outside, everybody sees Faye run out, say skin, and then like turns and walks back towards the building because nobody knows why skin. Skin! And then she walks back to the doorway and you see Ella being touched by this old woman and she's touching the pelt. Ella, dear, doesn't your stomach hurt too? Don't you need the facilities as well? Um, I'll be there in a moment, my darling. Um, no, this nature calls, my darling. Please come quickly. Please don't touch my friend's hair. Where, where did you get the pelt from? You're exactly. not there, Sid, unless you tell me you went into the I'm, building. I, uh, no, I, didn't, I guess I didn't win it. I, I ask her again, like, uh, was, is this real? Like, oh, yes, I have more. You need something taller, something bigger? And she, she smiles and says, what I have all kinds. A- what kind of animal is this? No animal. She pulls out five more. She goes, no, no animal. No, this, this was... This was Worker. This is Lady Next Door from Tanner. See how pretty? She had broad shoulders. Very nice. You like it? Okay. Yeah, okay. okay. At this point, I have gone up, snaked my arm around Ella's waist. I don't care how small I am. I am dragging her to the door, and I'm like, you never ask dumb questions ever again. That's my job. I'm the dumb question asker. you got to know when to cut and <laughs> but, run. But... I, I was hoping they were. I was hoping they were the Nazis. I whisper that in Dury here. I was hoping they were the it's Nazis. It's not the Nazis. I know she's skinning her friends. Ella, Ella Walcott. I don't give a flying fuck who they are. We are out of here. I am not. So leaving. you're leaving the building? Yes or no? Yeah, I'm leaving the building. I'm leaving. Okay, I'm so you run out to the. You run out to. You run out to the friends. The group is together. It's obvious that they're both shaken. And as she's the woman, old woman steps to the door and she goes. They don't want to buy anything. They don't want to. They don't want to sell. They don't want to trade with me. Nobody. Nobody wants to trade. And you hear. Oh, oh come on. And you, you hear doors and windows being opened, all through the switchbacks of the villages. No trade. No. No trade. I, and she goes. This- they not take pelt. They not take anything. They shouldn't be allowed to leave. Uh, what do you want? So what do you want? <laughs> What do you want, madam? I have money. We've never seen goods like those. So I don't think we want those. But you had a lovely yak pelt on the wall. What do you want, ma'am? From from the two houses just before the switchback, then the stairs going down, you see people emerging and they are armed with knives. You see, this is why um, I wanted to talk. So they are coming towards you. Um, they're far yet that you still have some time, but she is shouting and her voice, which seems to do- happen sometimes. And like when you have mountains kind of peaks and stuff is echoing. No trade, no trade, no trade, no trade all the way down through the village. Let's go to initiatives. What do you say? What? Okay. Ah! My dexterity is a 60 FYI. Mm-hmm. Ella is a 60. Faye is a 65. John is... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, dear old cat comes after me. So the way that I have it, I have it written down initiatives on my paper. So the acronym is FEC SJ. 
Feck SJ? Feck, Sid, and John. Yes. Actually, it used to be Fuck SJ with Aveline. Or fake. Fack. Fake, yeah. Fake a fack. Okay, Faye. Uh, there are three men uh, in front of you. There's the old lady here at the at the Tanners. Um, so there are four people on this part of the street, and you don't know what's happening down below or any further, but those three men in front of you are about 35 yards, and the old woman is just still yelling. They don't want to trade. They don't want to be a part. They don't want to, they don't want to buy. They don't want to sell. Oh, my God. I so you have initiative. What do you want to do? Oh, God. I'm trying to think if I want to either run or if I want to start capping people. Um, pop the old lady. Just pop her. They're human skins. <laughs> what the fuck? She's been I don't killing know. people. Hold on. And if I had only just asked her to trade, we wouldn't be in the situation. Holy I stayed. Mackerel. No, you would have been in a worse situation if you actually stayed in that building. Yeah, I saved you. That's right. You would have been the next jacket. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was curious. My abundant curiosity for the weird overcame me. I apologize. Faye, what are you doing? I'm hitting people. Um, Sh- hitting or shooting? Shooting. Oh, I'm not, okay. I'm not hitting anywhere near these. Whatever. Old lady or three men in front? Probably three men because they have weapons that I can okay. actually see. Take a shot. That is a 65. I just make it. Okay. First shot rings out. <laughs> As a matter of fact, we have that sound. I know we've only used gun sounds, listeners, but that's because there's been gun sounds to have. So we hear that go, and that echoes and echoes and echoes and echoes. But the shot goes off. Do your damage. I got a seven. All right. Guy gets knocked to the ground, but stands, you know, holding his shoulder, he stands back up. (laughs) You all are such, you know what? Sure he does. (laughs) Sure he does. Sure he does. You try writing horror and surprising people week after week. You can't do it. It's somehow, eventually, someone's going to hit on something and go, oh, yeah, sure he does. Okay, well, what am I supposed to do? He got up. I can't help that. You do a beautiful <laughs> job. We're just, I, I'm just, this is coming from a point of um, scared. Let's go to the next person unless you're doing, that's, Faye takes, Faye gr- aims the gun. She lower, puts the left hand under the, the right, gives herself a nice steady grip, fires off, hits the guy. He stumbles, but he gets up. Uh, next we go to Ella. Hello. Good evening. I would like to use my Mauser. Okay. I've got a, got a good score. This is great. And I'm shooting it at... Did Faye shoot at the old lady or the guy running at us? Uh, the, the three men approaching. She fired at one of the men. Alright, I will do the same. I will... Same have... guy? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Okay, that's a regular success at a 37. All right, go ahead and roll the damage. My damage die is 1d6, and it says I get three attacks. Oh, so you have that? You have the, um, the, the smaller submachine gun? Yeah, it's an SMG. Okay, then yes. So you would be able to fire that. You get three pulls. The next one is at negative 10. The one after that's negative 15, but you can hit three times. So why don't you roll the other two first? All right, so now with my score, I'd have to get 28 or lower. Which I okay. did with a critical success at a five. So that's six points on that w- bullet immediately. And the last so, one is not a success at 50. So, All right. So roll the other D6. Uh, that would be a four. So I got so you, 10 points 10. in total. Right. So you see him go down. The bullets just rip up his body and, you know, and, he, and he falls. Just mm. know I am usually a peaceful person. As I shout. <laughs> of course you do. Catherine? Okay. 
we're gonna pull out the shotgun. Of course you are. Huzzah. No, it's my better skill. I'm better with I it. I think a shotgun gun? company is going... Um, I think um, else Ella has a Mauser. Or, I have a Mauser, but yeah, it's great. I didn't get the submachine gun from Aveline, just saying. Um, okay. Somebody did take it. Yeah, somebody has it. I have the gloves. I know that. Right. But that, that is neither here nor there. Come on, old lady. Oh, you're turning to the old lady. Yeah. Success. And okay. how close is she to me? Ten feet. Oh, Mama goody. wants a new pair of human shoes. That is <sighs> 4d6. <laughs> 7, 12, 14. Okay, the old lady was 10 feet away. The old lady is now about 13 feet away and bleeding out all over the place with what appears to be no pulse. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Hell of an echo. The two men start running and... No. Oh. Toward us or away from us? Oh, no, towards you. Oh, piss. <laughs> yeah, towards you. We're going to go with the order that we have here. Sid, Catherine, Ella, John, Faye. Kind of to... Because I really didn't set up position in the street. So, Sid, it's going to get to you first. To brandish their weapons. They have knives. Oh, they're brandishing. We're all wearing really puffy coats, right? It doesn't matter. Sid, so you get one crit one was a critical hit. Um, the other missed entirely. So you take so you Did take four. Throw uh, it at me or? No, he's he came running up and stabbed you. He ran the thirty yards and and got to you. Filthy fucker. Yeah, okay. and he stabs you. So um you're you know, I don't know if you're wrestling with him for it or whatever, but uh, he goes ahead and, and, and stabs you and he hits you for four points of damage. All right. That goes over now to, uh, yeah, it could be yourself or Professor Schooley who would like to take this one first. Uh, can I shoot him while he's there? John, do you mind if I, if I yeah, go ahead. John's actually struggling right now. Him. Anyways. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. I will try to shoot him with my pistol at uh -huh. uh, close range. I just missed that. Uh, I will. Do, um, I'll burn, wanna... burn, burn three luck. Yeah. Okay. Um, and let me see. It's one d ten plus two. That's a yeah. It's a Webley. Six points of damage. All right. Um, yeah, he he definitely felt that, but he's still standing there. He's he's all right, wrestling. I'll with shoot you. again. Uh, that's a miss. I'm not going to do that. Okay. And, but I will. I will pull a third time though. No, that's a ninety-eight. Son of a mother grabber. Okay, um, for whatever reason, you're not sure why uh, the gun is the gun is jammed. It's a revolver, I know, but the uh, advancing pin, something's gone terribly wrong. Uh, the gun is it, it's just not it's not spinning. The 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 rotating the, the what do they call that, Joel? The cylinder or the oh, it's a cylinder, or, but it's an automatic. Remember, it's not a uh, oh, you have an automatic. Okay, then it's just jammed. Right? Yeah, then it's just jammed yeah, up. It's, just, it just it's gonna it's good. gonna require a you know a turn or two to clear the clear the chamber, which. Right now, you don't have a lot of time. So, yeah, with this guy on you. All right. Go ahead, John. Okay. Well, with everybody firing, John's going to follow suit. She said she had the skin of the tanner and the people uh -huh. in the other places. Yeah. These, pe these people aren't crazy. These these people are being affected by something. They're victims. I'm just yeah. just noting that. And we're, 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 you know, but, but. He's not saying anything right now. Obviously, it's in the middle of a firefight, and there's a guy trying to stab Sid. So he is—he's uh, going to um, fire at the uh, the guy that's uh, attacking Sid. Okay. 
So that is a 52. That's a regular success. Okay, go ahead and do your damage. Um, that is a six points of damage. Okay, he goes down. The gun goes off. Um, and there's little... one other. Sorry, go yep. ahead. Then there's one other guy. There's one other guy still running at us. You know. No, he's there. I mean, he's right in front of us. And he just the one guy made it. The one guy didn't. All right. Um, I will fire a second shot at the other guy that was running towards Sid with a knife as well. All right. Um, that is a 76, so that'll be a miss. All righty. Errant on that one. Back to the top of the order. Faye, what do you want to do? So there's only one last guy, right? Now. right? Okay. So far. Um, I'm going to, because I can shoot up to three times, so I'm going to shoot up to the three times to see if I can take him completely down. So I'm going to go for my first shot, which is a 91, so I don't make the first shot. Okay. But it's not a critical failure, so that's at least I've had going for me. Um, the second one is a four. So okay, that is so that's critical. full damage. Yep, so I hit him for 10 points. And then my last shot will be that is an 87, so I don't make it again. So this guy is lying there. He's he's shot bad. He's he's panting. He's He's not advancing. You knocked him over. 10 will knock him over. Not much more than that will kill them. He looks, you know... Insane, crazed, bloodthirsty, uh, wants to get at Sid if he could, get at somebody, but his body's just not al- allowing him to get up and fight. He's he's ba- badly wounded. Uh, Ella, you would be next to go. Uh, all right. Um, I shoot at the next available runner. The only guy on the ground right now is is the only person around that you see is the man lying on, in his own pool of blood that's pooling out into the snow. But he's barely alive, and he's at the feet of – he's not far from where Sid was. So everybody else, of the four people in the street at this point, only this guy is left lying there. And like I said, he's he's beginning to bleed out. Okay. Then – um. Do you want to try to read him? I will see if I can read into the mind of these skinny, skin tanning people. Okay. Oh, okay. That is a reg- uh, hard success at twenty. Not a critical yet, but um, yeah, it's a hard success. How much you see do I lose? Two points. Okay, thank you. You see a a large shadow loom over the village. You see the snow ascend before the, like so. You see snow, and then you see this looming shadow. You hear the wind howling, and then you start to see the old lady in the shop walk next door and just start hatcheting people. Uh, she's she's you know she's cutting the, into them. She's dragging the the, the bodies out back. Uh, she kills the woman who's the was the was married to the die the the die shop owner. And as you as it looks down, you just keep hearing one word over and over and over again in in this person's mind. Well. You know the the person that's bleeding out. You just hear Mueller. Mueller. That's what you hear. So a shadow, the snow. A large shadow. A snow. large shadow and the snow, and then this woman just hacking people up, and then everybody going nuts. Okay. Yeah, the village. You the, you feel like the whole village. Something went wrong. All right, we're are we still in combat mode? But uh, I think I'm gonna keep. No, it. you you step away from the guy. I mean, Sid's got his arm. You know, he's stepping on the guy's arm so he doesn't stab you. That kind of thing. But yeah, you get the read. It, it only takes a few seconds. Uh, I look. Ella looks pretty unhinged and unnerved by what she saw. So it's like right. Ha- she she's not saying anything. She's just staring at the guy. Like, how the hell does he have to do with this shadow or the snow? And she's not talking. She's kind of processing right now. Okay. 
Next up would be uh, Sid. Is that order of turn or order of where we are in line? Oh, I'm sorry. It's Catherine. Thank you. My bad. Nope. Well, Fanoodle, I have a harebrained idea that Lauren came up with. I'm not so sure Catherine would have come up with it. What's the idea? I want to take an object from us, put it inside the store, bring an object from her store out to... Oh, look, we've done trade! To maybe stop people killing us. I don't know. It's a harebrained, wacko idea. Okay. Um, if you think that it's a va- uh, it has merit, make a roll for Catherine. Make an intel roll. If you think that's not something she would have thought to do on her own. I mean, it doesn't seem illogical, but... That is a 55, which is a success... Okay, yeah, I mean, Catherine could think that trade is the, is the key. Maybe. Um, I, don't, I don't know. This literally could be harebrained, wasted. So you run in, mm-hmm. you drop you drop off a small pan or a, a you know, maybe a water drinking cup that you had or for yeah. tea or whatever. One of the and you grab something. You grab a regular pelt, not one of the curse pelts, I'm assuming, right? The, yeah. These, right. And you come running back out. We'll see what happens with it. Okay, so now, Sid, it's up to you. So the guy who's... I guess I'm stepping on his hand so she could read him. Yeah. He's still squirming and still trying to. Yeah, he's, he, by the end of this turn, he's going to be, he's going to be pretty much bled out unless someone does first aid on him and keeps him alive. All right. Then I'll just continue to keep my foot on his hand and I try to clear my gun. Okay. Shouldn't we perform first aid on him? Are we still in initiative? We're still in initiative. Okay. So yeah, you're up anyway, John Sid's clearing his gun. I mean, these people are victims. Uh, sure, right. But, you know, they're insane at this point. So I, I, I agree that something made them this way. I, I don't know how to change that. Do you? Uh, not at this moment, but we can tie him up and put him in one of the houses at least. Well, I guess if that's what you want to do, that's fine. Um, right now, I'm, I'm concerned with protecting myself. And everyone else. I mean, yeah. if you want to tie him up, that's fine. If first aid isn't done now, he's not going to make it. I mean, he's losing H. You know, this is already another round of HP loss, so he's in he's in harsh shape. Catherine was running to get the pelt. Sid's standing there. If Sid doesn't admit it, or someone else doesn't attempt first aid, he's going to go. You tie him up, and I'll do first aid. And I put my gun in my pocket. I put it in its holster. So, Sid, you're starting to you're trying to quickly staunch the bleeding as fast as possible, or at least get something over it. Um, to get it out. John's tying him up. Faye, you, Ella, and Catherine. Catherine came running out of the building. You see a mob of people heading up the stairs in the, in the, in the swashback, you know, the, the switch. Um, you, if you had to guess, you would think about 35, 40. And they're all, it's a mob. I, and they're, fudge. Yeah, I turn to the guys and I say, leave him. We have to go. There's at least... 30 of them coming up the mountain, all brandishing. Oh, everybody can see it now that you say it. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to make it out of this Are they close? Yeah. We got to go. No, they're at the the stairs. They're about, it's going to take them two two full turns to get to you. So you could pick him up and drag him into a building. Yeah. Oh, it's quick enough. Yeah. No, no, it's, yeah, it's a mob of, a mob of pitchforks is coming after us. It's time to run. Okay. So where are you running? Back into the hill. Yeah. You're not going to fight your way through it, right? Or you're not going to try to secure a building? I can't see us securing a building to end well for us. I think that we just need to keep going down the mountain and follow the down mountain. Is, down, down is through is, the village. I'm, down is through the village. We, we can try to mountain climb, but as but he said that that was a, a difficult trek. Yeah. 
I just don't want to get pinned in a building. I don't think we have enough bullets for 40 people. Yes, I, I'll take my chances with the climbing, please. I mean, two bullets, at, you know, if we hit every shot, two bullets to kill a person, that's 80 bullets. And that's even if we hit the mark every single time. That's with hitting every time, exactly. Yeah. Well, crits are gonna crits are gonna do twelve. That'll kill somebody. Um, but yeah, it's gonna take it's gonna take shots. Not everything's gonna be a kill. But in mob in mob, in, it's just to give you guys an example. A mob number doesn't quite work the same as a single guy, even in Pulp Cthulhu. So if you're firing into a mob, most of the time bullets are gonna one to one should kill. I'm just saying it's it it'll at least stop them. A mob of 40 people running at five people. I, That's no a lot. One, no one's going to stand and try to shoot that out. <laughs> I'm not saying stand there, but if you took a building, you might be able to hold it off. I'm, I mean, I'm just I'm just giving you – it's not that you have to take two bullets to kill every guy. That's not going to happen. That's just not – I mean, people do back off. People fall. People get trampled. Shit happens. But it's up to you. Running is, running is perfect. I don't care. I'm good with running. This is freaking nuts, and there's no other way around them. This is the one road. Uh, the one road that is able to be made without a real, without good climbing. Yes, this is it. So, if somebody has a reasonable thought, they can yell it out. But but I'm telling, but, uh, but John is John is going like run, run as he sees them because yeah. it's okay. forty crazed people with pitchforks. So I'm just saying that's what John is. You know, that's yep. what that's what John is saying or doing. Yeah. Um, but if somebody well, else, you know, he's not unreasonable. If somebody's like you know, do this or what have you. So I'm just going to leave it. I'm going to put that out there. I guess we're right. So it's either back up into the mountains. Right. Or climb. It stay in, take a building and hold it mm -hmm. or try to climb down the hill. Correct. Well, back up into the mountains is back up in the mountains is climb. That's your option. You're going up. You're going to go back high to circle around to then have to make the climb down, trying to get to the airport. It, it's doable, but it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a climb. So it's dangerous. It could be. It could be bad, but for the most part, it's doable. Well, the guides aren't the big issue. It's it's going to be just every, if anybody crit fails. I mean, now you have the eyes of Aramon, so everybody can have an automatic success. You'll just end up burning them if you don't want to make that roll. I get it. But uh, yeah, so the rolls. Didn't we already burn one eye of Aramon in this leg? Uh, I think someone did. I, it I did not on the burn way mine, in. but I thought. But one of them was burned. I haven't burned mine. I have not burned mine because I'm a new character and I didn't know I had one until last week. I, when I, I talked about it and we did not use it. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. No, you used it to save punch. yourself from okay. the jump. Jump. The jump. Oh, the jump. Yeah, the jump. You used it because you had a really bad fail on like a shoot or something. Catherine did, right, right. Catherine no, no, it, was, it, was, it was you. Ella did. I didn't well, that's burn what, that. No, because somebody no, no, you didn't burn it. No, no, that couldn't have been you because that was Ella and me. Remember, I grabbed yeah, Ella, Ella and, and burned oh, that it was Catherine being dragged around. I think uh, I'll, I'll go back and listen and check. But let's we'll cut. We'll just say that right now, okay. there's at least four of them. One is gone. I think so. I think so. Uh, yeah, I, I, we go get up to the mountains. We're going to have to climb down around these these nut bowls. So everybody turns and runs. Yes. Okay, that, well, that's fine. Yeah, you begin you begin trekking up the uh, you know back the way you came. You definitely hear the that there's a pursuit on. Uh, how they're not gonna you know you're five, they're thirty five, forty. It's it's got a, almost Indiana Jones like you know jock start the plane look almost to it as you're running, but you're going uphill as opposed to through a through a, you know 
a deciduous forest or, or jungle-like scene. Sid, in about two hours, and this is moving between running, walking, keeping pace, you're able to get up above the village and look down uh, into the gorge that would that's going to have to be descended. And it's pretty damn steep. But, I mean, this is it. This is your choice. Because you look back and they're still coming. And they're not, again, no one can run for two hours unless you're a marathon runner. But they're they're moving with purpose, just like you, you know, up the hill. The difference is they live here and they're definitely not feeling the, like they're going at it, you know, moving. They're moving with almost regularity. You're, you know, you're pushing people along. I'm getting tired. Keep going. Keep going. And you make it to the edge. You start breaking out your climbing gear, batons and everything else. You start hammering the first one in. You get ready. Now, how do you want to do this? Are you st- you're going to go down first, set all the the lines and make sure that everyone can just do a normal descent while Faye gives us a lecture on how to like cuz going down, you know, you're releasing tension the whole time, right? There's a way to there's a way to repel. Yeah, to repel, right? But you're going to have to set the lines, right? Yeah, so we got to put the we have to put the uh, we have to use the um, pitons, put them into the rock right. and then uh, hook them up to the carabiners. And then, and then start repelling slowly down. Uh, so you would have probably the smart way to do it would be to have a good climber uh, go first and then have a good climber at the top end again and then move the weak people uh, through the middle so they simply can just hook onto the line and repel themselves down slowly. So the guy at the top bears more weight. Am I wrong? Well, if yeah, he's holding the would, anchor, if he's up at the anchor. hold the anchor line, right. So you'd have, you'd have the lines that are attached into the rock and then you'd have the guy – or woman, whichever, holding the line up top, a secondary line that you would okay. theoretically connect to so something else. You want you know. Faye to go down first. Yeah, I'm thinking that's probably the best way to do it. Is um Faye's more agile than I am, and Faye is I don't know strength wise. I'm not super strong. Um I'm a sixty five. Well I'm a fifty, so you're better than me. All right, Faye, go ahead, give me a roll to start setting up the climbing gear. All right, what is that a climb? Mm-hmm. Yeah, her dex is like super high. I think that's if she if something. Yeah, I rolled a sixteen, so that is a hard success. All right, you start setting the lines. Everyone's getting pinned on. Joel's got him in the harnesses. You you know you know Sid that they're about ten minutes away. Uh, you can hear their voices. You can see you know as they uh, they come over one ridge and then back down as they you know the the rolling hills at, at this point and and, and the, the different crests the way that it is. You've only got a couple of minutes tops and you get everybody into the harnesses and get everybody ready. They all latch on. Catherine gets ready to go. Faye's there. Ella's kind of nervous and setting her pack. John's all set up and that's where we'll leave it for tonight. So Ah. we're going to stop there. We will begin the descent next time and see where this leads to getting to the airport uh, with people behind you throwing things and rocks and shit as (laughs) as you make your way down. But uh, yeah, it's going to be, it'll be fairly interesting to see exactly what happened. I think you guys have a good idea that Something went wrong in this village. Somebody, they looked into something that made them nuts, which makes sense. Not everybody's built to do that. I will give you one piece of it, one piece of knowledge. The snow eventually stopped. Maybe this would have been okay eventually, but probably not before they all jumped on top of you. So running, I think, was the right call. Uh, so, you know, good job on Sweet Feet for that one. And um, yeah, we'll pick it up next time. It should be a lot of fun. So thank you from all of us players. Good night. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cthulhu in Cairo. You can like, share, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. The music you're listening to is Return of the Mummy by the great Kevin McLeod. Join us next time to see where our intrepid explorers find themselves next.